Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Ladies and、uh, gentlemen, welcome to this episode of another digital citizen. Two episodes left, and we are out of here. Right, look. Is that how it works? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah,、uh, I don't. I think we have threatened、uh, with that. Like every time we 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 turn a hundred, we say, "Oh, okay, th- that was cool. <laughs> that was Bye, fun.、Everybody. All right, later." And then we do. Yeah, I, yeah, and then we do a hundred more. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it seems like we've done this for two hundred and ninety-eight weeks in a row. Yeah, we're getting getting right up there to the three hundred mark,、uh, which is kind of exciting. Especially when you do it once a week, I、yes. guess. Like nowadays, when you hear、yeah. podcast has three hundred, it's like, yeah, but they do three every week, which means it only took them <laughs> right. Yeah. Hundred days, yeah. Hundred、uh, weeks, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Quick math. You know, it it feels、uh, it feels shorter and longer at the same time. It's kind of、uh, weird, but、uh, I think we'll talk more about that in two episodes.、Uh, how's your week been? <sighs> Highs and lows, for sure.、Uh, for people out there,、really? I guess for I people who are. Long-time listeners, you would have heard another co-host、mm-hmm. that wasn't Tilly on this podcast, a chinchilla. Oh,、uh, Felix. He wasn't. He used to interrupt. Yeah, he used to interrupt a lot during like the, specifically the movie round. I don't know why that specifically that time, but、uh, <laughs> he passed away on what Sunday night. Uh, yeah, was, for me, yeah, which was sad. And then、uh, I went straight to town that day and got a new chinchilla. So I, <laughs> I have a brand new baby chinchilla,、um, which might make noise. She's she made a little noise last night for the first time. I hadn't heard her make any noises, but if if she does, I think we'll probably leave it in the podcast. Is it the lady chinchilla this time? Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a female discount chinchilla. She was twenty five percent off. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I, my chinchilla died like the night in the night, and so I woke up that morning. I woke up and buried him、yeah. and everything. And I was going to town, and I was going to go to the pet store to buy pet food for him, anyways. Like that was already on my list of things to do for the day. So I went there and.、Uh, Right there on the cage, it said twenty five percent off.、Uh, this one chinchilla, and I was like, there were two of them, and I they didn't know which one was which, and I said, oh, I really like that one, and it turned out that was the one that was twenty five percent off, also. So it would all just really worked out well. Hmm. Weird how that works. Yeah. Have you given her a name yet? Uh, yeah, actually. You want to guess? Let's do a guessing game. So, I had one chinchilla. His name was、okay. Felix after Felix the cat, the cartoon, right? 
and I had mm-hmm. another chinchilla right. that I named, named after a pro wrestler named Alex the Pug Porto. So I named him Pug, like mm-hmm. a dog, but out from a TV character. So I also named her mm-hmm. an animal and a TV character. What do you think it is? So it could be Donald Duck because that's both an animal and a TV Well, character. she's also a, a, a lady. Remember that. Oh, yeah. Minnie Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one, actually, but I went uh, a little more yeah. obscure. I went with a bird name, Polly. And then I was like, I need to mix it with some oh, kind of... Cracker. Yeah, I need to mix it with a cartoon or some TV show. And I first, for some reason, I don't know why, but in my brain, the first cartoon I thought of was Pepper Ann from, like, the 90s. So I named her Polly Ann. <laughs> Pepper Ann? I don't think I have ever seen that cartoon. Oh, it had the catchiest theme song of all time. Oh, my gosh. Never ever heard of it. It's kind of an it was an obscure like late nineties, maybe mid nineties TV show, yeah. Okay. Saturday morning cartoon kind of era, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So not Norway stuff. I'll send you the uh yeah, no, it definitely probably wasn't in Norway. Um and it wasn't like it's not one that I don't it's not like a Arnold, where everybody kind of knew about it, you know? Pepper Ann was a little obscure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why I named her that also, is because it is a little obscure and kind of weird, and yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. And we are a little obscure and a little... Obscure, so. <laughs> right, yeah, totally. Uh, okay. Yeah, but what about your week? Maybe a little... Um, my week has been good. Uh, just extremely hot. You bought a new... Game, right? Yes, I bought uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It wasn't on sale or anything, but I really wanted it because, one, it's with Vikings, and I love every game with the Viking. And uh, I think it's like 25% of the game is in Norway, and I very much like, like it when they pretend they are in Norway. Especially when they go uh, around in town, like speaking to each other in English, I find that very funny. How many? How long have you been playing it? Like, when did did you get just get it, or has it been a couple of days? Yeah, I bought it. No, I bought it today. Uh, oh, so yeah, maybe two, three hours. I played, played it. Yeah. So you have tons of exploring to do. Something yeah, like that. that's awesome. Tons. Yeah, it's very good uh, so far. Uh, it's very good, uh, at least. I, I I was a huge fan of the last one. I think I think I think people were getting a little upset about Assassin's Creed Odyssey because uh, that is set in Greece and everybody's like, it's so huge and it's so many things to do. And I was like, what are you complaining about? Right, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Yeah, How is that a complaint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too huge. You have too many things to do. Oh no! I guess too What's huge ever? could be an issue if, like, say there's like a one task that's like on this side of the map, and then the next task is like all the way on the other right. side of the map. Like that could be annoying. I guess I can see that. Right. Sure, but there's also a ton of like already. I have used uh, fast pass, so. 
A lot of fast pass. Do you know what fast pass no. is? No. Is that in the game or like uh, yes, yes. Okay. It's a game mechanic where you travel from one uh, place to another very sure. fast. Yeah, okay. That's why it's called a fast pass. Right, like teleport, basically. So you, yeah. Yeah. Yes, more or less. Yes. So that's uh, is what I have been done uh, doing, uh, more or less. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies, but we will talk about that later. Not seen too many TV shows, but some I have seen. But uh, kept upon uh, YouTube, uh, I saw Helen's Cell this week. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Wrestling. Yes, that was shit. Um, maybe WWE's worst pay-per-view in quite a while. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard anything Boring good in that. years for, from them, so... Uh, the, the last pay-per-view was good, but uh, that wasn't them. So, you know, I decided to watch it. I... I I am kind of like I'm. I don't watch Raw. I only watch SmackDown. So I'm kind of I'm kind of into wrestling. Right. I watch NXT uh, takeovers, but I don't really watch NXT. I should have watched more NXT, but uh, it just doesn't fit in my schedule. But uh, I really like SmackDown, mostly because Roman Reigns storylines, and I, I will give this to. To WWE, they know how to book uh, like Roman Reigns all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden, he has gone from one of my least favorite wrestlers of all time to one of my favorites. Is he a heel or a and face? That's like the right last now. half. He's heel. Yeah. Well, that's been the problem the whole time. Is they've been trying to have him be a face, <laughs> and he doesn't work as that. And yeah. so that was always the issue. So of course now it works that they turned turned him heel. Other than that, uh, the sports ball is still going on uh, right now. Uh, Spain is leading five nil over uh, Slovakia. Okay. Yeah. So that's thing. Do you think uh, Biden think he scored on Putin? Uh, it seems like uh, some stuff happened, according to like the what Putin said and what Biden said. It seems like they talked about stuff, but uh, I don't know if anything's going to come out of it uh, from the meeting. We talked about it last week, right? Uh, the meeting between Putin and mm -hmm. Biden, but it was like just happened as we were doing the podcast last week so um president it says here joe biden and vladimir putin emerged from their meeting in switzerland on last wednesday projecting optimism for future relations despite despite continuing divisions uh on topics from cyber attacks to human rights abuses in separate news conferences biden described uh, the tone of the discussion is good and positive, and Putin said it was constructive, and there was a glimpse of glimpse of hope uh, regarding mutual trust. So yeah, it mm. seems like they talked it out. Sure. Do you think that means something now? Uh, I mean, I don't. I still think they disagree on things. Put, it says Putin continues to deny Russia's role in 
recent cyber attacks against the U.S. Um, Biden said right. men had discussed cases of Americans in, who are imprisoned in Russia uh, and Navalny. That's how we say it, right? Navalny, that the yeah anti-Putin guy who's in, been arrested over there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Biden said, "I told." Putin, my agenda is not against Russia or anyone else. It's for the American people. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I mean, it, I don't really think much is going to come out of this. Uh, it was a really big thing to have happen, especially after everything that's been said. <clears throat> uh, Biden coming out and calling Putin a killer and all these other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, this is me personally, I wonder if if Putin, I mean, the way he spoke about Biden this way, uh, this week was very positive, but uh, I, uh, he also spoke like that with when it came to Trump, so I, I feel like, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if, if if I trust anything that comes out from Russia when it comes to like, oh, we like Biden, oh, we like Trump. It just, so it, like it all has to do with sa- the sanctions on Russia, and I they'll I think mm. the Russians will pretty much do anything to try to get rid of some of these sanctions to stop, um, stop it from hurting the Russian people, I guess, right? Uh, but Mm. So I don't think it really matters who the president is. They just want to get rid of the sanctions. That's all they care about. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Uh, uh, maybe. Or or maybe there is some nefarious back dealings behind the scenes that uh, we don't know about <laughs> that uh, we're going to find out about later. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, Hey, uh, we talked about it last week, uh, that uh, Iran uh, got a new leader. Right. Uh, And he doesn't want to meet Biden. Yeah, and apparently, uh, in another article that I sent you, Biden says, or it wasn't Biden necessarily, it was Jen Psaki, Biden's press secretary, said that they have no plans in meet, on meeting the Iranian leader either. So both sides are saying they, they aren't planning on getting together. Uh, Is it okay that I, I believe the, uh, the one that talked first in this, uh, in this uh, case? Because I was like, if I was the uh, American president and I heard, hey... Uh, the Iranian leader doesn't want to meet with me. I would go very fast and uh, say, "Hey, I don't want to meet with him either. I promise you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new president yeah. el- elect Abram Ross Rossi on Monday back talks between Iran and six world powers to revive the 2015 nuclear deal, but rejected meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden. Uh, in his first new news conference since winning the presidential election, uh, the hardline judge said his foreign policy priority would be improving ties with his Gulf neighbors while calling on regional rival Saudi Arabia to immediately halt interventions in Yemen. <laughs> 
is it funny that I thought you meant the game golf there and not the region? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, golf, right, Why okay. You want... Yes, yes, like the game golf. I was like, the golf region? What? Oh, the, the place. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, yep. not great, um, not looking great for, like we were just saying, it's looking better for the relations between Russia and the U.S., not looking great for the relations between Iran and the, U and the U.S. No, I mean, I'm not very surprised, I mean, it's not Khomeini, but it's not far away, I mean... Uh, he's very radical, this new leader, so I'm I'm not very surprised. And it, uh, he doesn't want to talk nuclear deals because I, I think the, the reason is mostly because they, I think they would have done it if the sanctions were lifted. But now that they, they see that they are not interested in lifting any of the sanctions, they they. I don't think there's a way of getting them to the table. Yeah, unless you give them something, some reason to, to do that. Right, exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's all about these sanctions, and it's the same deal with Russia. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that also pushes these extremist right-wing leaders to get elected is the sanctions against the people like the people of Iran and Russia they vote for these right-wing people because they see that mm. as the alternative to the United States if that makes sense mm. right right wing you say Marie Le Pen I say them yeah the, I think this is this She's is kind right. of the same here too is like you had Macron, who obviously the people didn't like. If yeah. you didn't weren't paying attention for the last few years, the Ooh. protests there made it very clear that they were not happy with him <laughs> and his neoliberal ways. Um, and it definitely there was a surge by uh, the right wing Le Pen. Uh, but what we're seeing is that neither side uh, made made any ground so far in in the regional elections in France. Um, yeah, but go ahead. This is kind of weird news because it's kind of like it's both very good and also very bad. Because I I would rather have Macron than Le Pen just to make that very well. Yeah, clear. But he's not good either, right? Um, it's like a it's a lose lose no, no, kind no, of no. scenario, right? Um, sure, but it's not as bad as some other things. But but yeah, uh, exactly. Marie Le Pen is the right right right. I mean, yeah, super right wing, and Macron is just like center rightish, almost to the left kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. um, which sometimes times can be like bad because you it makes you wishy washy on are you are you left are you right on mm -hmm. issues I don't know, and he's always kind of that's why he's done a lot of things there that people were not happy with, right? Um, Right. So this actually does surprise me a bit that he didn't lose any ground. Uh, but More? It, yeah, me as well. Early results, this is just from early results, uh, indicate both Macron and his, and his opponent, Le Pen, will fail to make gains as they were hoping in the first round of elections. Macron's centrist party is projected to gain more than 10% of the vote, just enough to take 
part in a second round next weekend. Uh, Le Pen's far-right National Party has fallen short of expectations. Both are trailing the conservative party La Republicans. One of Macron's MPs described her party's poor performance as a democratic slap in the face for all of us. Uh, Le Pen is not running as a candidate, but she has been leading uh, the campaign for her party. Right. I think that's also one of the reasons why it's not maybe doing as good as uh, it did last time, because uh, they are not voting her in, and she's kind of a figure for that part as well. So maybe that is one of the reasons. According to exit polls, the conservative La Republicans uh, are winning with 27% of the vote, followed by... Uh, the National Rally, which is Le Pen's party, at 19. The Greens and the Socialist Party and Macron's party are all at 11%. Okay. Mm. So who's... Yeah, doesn't really good, dude. Good for this uh, right-wing, or... What yeah. What do you call them? Uh, it's La Republicans. Yeah. The Republicans, I would call it. That's what it sounds like to me, uh, but yeah. I'm not. I don't know anything about this party or. And do they have the name of the candidate for oh. Law Republicans in this article? I don't see it. So, hmm. never heard of it. Someone that uh, uh, is maybe a Republican, uh, Biden. <laughs> see what they did there. People are going to be mad when I said that. Uh, well, he is not Republican when it comes to abortion, at least. Uh, uh oh, sure. Uh, yeah, um, or not ca Catholic? Well, he's Catholic, but he's, he's, he's not on the side that most Catholic people stand on when it comes to abortion, right? Mm-hmm. Right. After a contentious, contentious debate, the U.S. conference of Catholic bishops has voted to move forward with a process that could call into question the eligibility of politicians like Joe Biden to receive communion. The bishops voted 168 to 55 in favor of drafting a formal statement on the meaning of Eucharist, Eucharist in the life of the church. Uh, officials announced Friday afternoon, the final day of the three-day meeting, uh, Biden's election... Oh, Biden's election as only the only nation's second Roman Catholic president has prompted renewed debate over denying communion to Catholic politicians who support abortion rights. Okay. So basically they want to hmm. deny Biden communion uh, because he is pro-abortion. Yeah. Um, sure. I, I don't know if I, 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 I feel like this is a, a good thing from the the church to deny him communion. It's definitely not going to uh, look them uh, make them look good, I think, personally. Um, well, it depends on who you are, I guess. If you are one, a Catholic who sure. believes this... In uh, you're on that side of uh, the ab abortion debate. I can see you being on the ch church's side and not being on Biden's side in this situation. Uh, but if you're pro-abortion, then you're going to be on 
Biden side, but what it comes down to is there's mm-hmm. there's a mixing of the the church and state. There's no the separation of church and state is kind of being uh, the line is being muddled a little bit here, where they're saying specifically politicians were going to deny them the ability to basically practice their religion if uh, they don't agree with our policies on abortion, right? Does that make sense? Mm. So say Mm. it was some other religion. uh, uh, Say it was uh, Islam, and it it was an Islamic person, and they said, oh, you're not allowed to uh, pray during the day anymore, even though you're Muslim, because you don't agree with our policy on X, right? Uh, That would be... That's basically the same thing. They're not allowing him to do communion, which is basically denying him the ability to, uh, practice his religion. Right. So, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. No, I, I feel this is kind of like, it's, I, I am not a Catholic, so I, I, I really can't say how. I think communion is dumb to begin with. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. So, but, uh, if you wanted if he if he wanted, he should be allowed to. That's my personal opinion about it. Uh, do you think he used a lot of money on uh, GameStop shop, uh, stocks, Biden? Biden, uh, maybe. Mm. His <laughs> wife is probably is probably on uh, Wall Street bets. I, th- I bet it's Jill Biden that's mm. on there, not Joe Biden. And- Jill, Jill Biden. Yeah, yeah she's a big stock trader. Is that a little funny? <laughs> she looks apart. Uh, but yeah, hedge fund that bet against GameStop is closing down. A London-based hedge fund that took uh, on heavy losses betting against GameStop in January has closed its doors, according to Financial Times. It's becoming one of the first casualties uh, of heavily shorted meme stocks, in quotes, that saw mainstays lose billions. Uh, White Square Capital will close its main fund this month after review raised concerns of its viability of the viability of its business model. Uh, Head Florian Conan Cronowriter wrote in the Financial Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they you lost know, uh, billions of dollars. I find this, I find this so funny. I have absolutely no sympathy for them. Right, totally. I mean, I I don't have any sympathy for people that loses on stocks anyway. You shouldn't buy stocks. That is my investment advice. You have any stocks? Anything, by the way? No. I remember when I was really young being like, oh, like seeing it on the news, like they, you know, I'd watch the news and every once in a while they'd come up with like, oh, here's the, here's what the NASDAQ looks like today. And I I was always like, what the hell is that? Yeah. What is that? And then eventually I like (laughs) tried to figure out what it was and I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy one of those. And then I realized like all this is, is just, you know, it's gambling, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. no, it's gambling, and it's 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 uh, like I remember penny stocks. 
I'm sure you heard of that, right? Uh, a company that's trying to get uh, a lot of money and then they like uh, sell penny stocks to, uh, to poor people and then they make a lot of money and then they sell themselves out. Like huh. people are, yeah, it's not not a good thing. The term sounds familiar, but I don't remember that happening. But hmm. was oh, that yeah, part of the yeah. 2008 crash? Like. I do believe so. Yes. Right. Okay. Maybe maybe I heard about it in like in a documentary or something. Mm. Princess Latifah, uh, bro. About... Yes, we talked about her before. Um, she's maybe on holiday in Spain. Yeah, well, this picture on Instagram uh, seems to show Princess Latifah in Madrid. The photograph has emerged which seems to show Princess Latifah, the daughter of the ruler of Dubai, who has been rarely been heard or seen from in months. Uh, the Instagram post shows Princess Latifah with a friend at Madrid Airport. In February, BBC broadcast footage shot by her, in which she said she was being held captive. Uh, the footage prompted a UN, the UN to demand a concrete proof that she was still alive. Uh, the United Arab Emirates later said she was being cared for at home, uh, and now, that, well, that's that's their still their like official statement. But we're seeing her in Spain, so mm -hmm. she's clearly not at home, right? Yeah, and uh, who who knows? Maybe this is a picture from two years ago, or well, we she's wearing know. a mask, like... right? So it couldn't have been more than a year ago. If that makes sense. You're, sure. Um, year and a half. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I bet if we, if you really studied this picture, you could figure out when this was taken by... She's got a cell phone here. I bet it's like the brand... Because they're rich. I bet this is the brand newest type of cell phone you can get. And so if this is the new cell phone that just came right. out this year, that would tell you... and. Yeah. Right. There's indicators in this photo that you could figure out when this was taken, I think. I mean, the other thing is this could just be a lady that totally looks like her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doppelganger style. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you with pistachios? I love pistachios. Yeah. Pistachio ice cream is so good. Yeah, they're expensive. Like, you buy a I little bag of pistachios, it's like seven bucks. Like, a little tiny yeah. bag, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that why he was arrested? Because it costs so much? I think, yeah. I think the reason this man was arrested for stealing 21 tons of, 21 tons of pistachios uh, is because... That is so much. <laughs> yeah, you can, I guess you can resell them... Uh, for a lot, um, I guess what you would do yeah, is you if, would just if a little bag costs costs like what did you say a little bag costs? Probably like seven to ten bucks, depending on like the brand and things. Right. Yeah, and then you like wholesale it. Let's say, but a ton. That's like that's an elephant elephant worth of pistachio nuts. Uh, yeah, it says forty-two. That's not a right. 42,000 pounds of pistachios went missing from Touchstone Pistachio Company in Fresno. 
they contacted the authorities, which led to an arrest Friday of Alberto Montemero uh, at Montemero Trucking. Uh, he was booked in Tulare County. Dedu detectives say the pistachios from one were in one ton to two thousand pound sacks, and were in, currently being put into smaller bags for resale. Okay, so that's he definitely was planning on reselling the pistachios. That was his whole plan. A lab analysis of Subway tuna sandwiches fails to identify tuna. From uh, I don't know if you what? remember. You remember talking about this? I do. We, we talked about this. There, there was in January. Uh, two California customers filed a lawsuit claiming uh, Subway products are made from anything but tuna. Uh, and so a New York Times reporter saw this and commissioned a, a lab test. The reporter acquired more than 60 inches worth of Subway tuna sandwiches from Los Angeles storefronts, then engaged in a specialized fish testing lab. Researchers were unable to pinpoint a specific species. Uh, the lab spokesman said there are two conclusions. One, it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull that whatever we could <laughs> pull out, we couldn't wow. make an identification. Right. Or we got some, and there's just nothing there that is tuna. <laughs> it's pistachios. Well, it's pistachio, right? I, that would be probably more expensive than tuna. I what, like what's a cheaper fish than tuna? Like tilapia, I guess is cheaper. There's not many white fish that are like cheaper than tuna. To to be totally honest, um. So already, I don't know what you would be putting in there, uh, and then for them to say that the the lab researchers were unable. Unable to pinpoint a species, uh, they weren't even like they couldn't even figure out what type of fish it was. <laughs> even if it wasn't tuna, they couldn't figure out if it was another type of fish. That's scary. Right. I never eat tuna fish sandwiches from Subway. I've never had one, but it's that it doesn't make you want to eat any of the other Subway sandwiches either. I think it's pistachios. You think it's pistachios? Uh, I, I have a weird feeling it's probably, you know that kind of crab that's like imitation crab that's like not really meat, it's like fake crab? Oh, awful, yeah. Right, I have a yeah, feeling it's yeah. something like that, where it's fake fish, you know, that's like made of like, I don't know, soy protein or something? Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you remember uh, the very hot uh, summer hit? It's all about money, it's all about the ding ding dong ding dong. Do you remember that? Uh, kind of, yeah. Maya, her name was. Oh, was that what it was? Oh, okay. Wonder. Yes. One hit wonder girl Maya with all about money. Yeah, I remember uh, dancing to that in the 90s. Uh, Trun is also going to tell the truth. It's only for the money. This is Trun where Trun tells the truth. I can say this because my boss is not listening. He never listened to this bullshit anyway. But I don't like my job. I don't like it. And I don't care if I don't like it because the only thing and the reason why I have a job is to make money. Yeah, it's to make money. It's to make money so I can pay my rent and put food on the table and so on. It's only for the fucking money. 
I was tired of people saying, oh, I don't find meaning with my work. Who gives a shit? You don't need that to find meaning with your work. What you find meaning in is what you do after work. I do this after work, because tons of other projects like acting and so on, but I cannot pay my bills. But I know every time I'm at work and see my hours go and go, I know money, money, money. Who can pay for all the other things that I really want to do? Because work is nothing that I really want to do. We can take all the education we want, and that's good for you because you need it's good to read and get knowledge and all kind of things. But really, work is not that fucking fun. That's why employees often want to hold you longer, have longer hours. It's not because you're good, more productive, or things, or uh, things like that. Because you need to have control over you. If you can have control every fucking hour of the day, every minute, every second, they are happy. Because you know, so do all the other things. You should not think. You should not learn. You should not do a shit. You should just follow, obey. That's the fucking system. Never love your job. Never say like like a religion. And when your boss say, "Oh, you really want to do that against your coworkers?" It's only reason why the only thing he wants to say is, "Oh, don't make it unpleasant for me." Because a boss will always give you bad self-esteem, most, and he make you feel sorry. Feel sorry because you don't work fucking too much. But you know that's fucking bullshit. Most things in my life are nothing of value. Friends, family, my stage acting, and my acting, and my podcast in this segment, of course. But my job, never. If you sit around and think for yourself, like, oh, I did this job for 10 or 20 years. I feel no meaning in it. It has created me nothing. I'm not a better person, not because you're never going to get a, be a better person because of the job. It's only there for the fucking money. And always treat it like that, too. It's there for the fucking money. Bill, pay, bills to pay and things to do and things to buy. That's the only th- reason why you have it. Uh... I hate people that like work is a religion. Yeah, religion is what? What do you get? You get tired and you die early and you have to see your family. I done a lot of shit jobs and then I waste a lot of time that I could use with my family. Now it's a lot of my family members I didn't even know anymore. That's fucking how shit work do to you. So all how you focus on the ball. It's you and the money. That was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Thank you, Tron, as always. Thank you, Tron. TV round? Mm-hmm. TV, TV, TV. Let's see, I saw some TV. Have you seen uh, I guess the best place to start, what? Rick and Morty, right? Uh, season 5, episode 1, just because it's like oh, yeah. an older show that's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that I've seen this. Of, co- of course, yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah, very fun first episode, at least. Uh, apparently, well, I don't know if it's still up there, but the first episode last night was on, <clears throat> they had it on the their YouTube channel for free, for everybody, to see, for everybody to see. I don't know why, oh. but, uh, yeah, if you don't have cable or you, you can't get Rick and Morty for whatever reason, you don't have Hulu or something, uh, you can watch at least the mm. first episode on YouTube. I don't know, I gave it a... I gave it a six. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was the funniest Rick and Morty episode I've ever seen, but it was still fun. Uh, I would give it a six point five, maybe. 
Okay, cool. Anything else? Uh, sure. Where should I go next? How about Amazing Vacation Rentals on Netflix? Guess what this was about? <laughs> I saw this. I I have no clue. Is Could it... it be about amazing <laughs> vacation things? Yeah, the, it's three Rentals, three hosts, and they each like I think pick uh, a pl- a destination, and then and each episode is like in a different country, or each yeah each episode is in a different country. So the first episode was in Bali, and the second episode is in. America, and then they go to a different country after that. <clears throat> I'm not going to watch more than two episodes, but... Uh, and then they go to three different really nice vacation rentals, uh, but each one is, like, there's the really expensive one, and then there's one that's, like, a bu- the budget one, and then there's an in-between kind of one every time. Uh, it's Some of the stuff is interesting to go through the houses. Like, if you like looking at house tours on YouTube or on Zillow or something like that, if you're into that online, Mm -hmm. this might be a good show for you because there's a lot of house touring, a lot of, like, checking out destinations and things like that. The hosts are very annoying, though. Um... (laughs) They have this they're in their one ep, or the second episode they're in America. They go to this ranch in Montana and they have this weird mm-hmm. obsession with the guy who owns it. They're like he's a real cowboy. He's a real cowboy, not a fake cowboy. Like he actually Ooh. is a and they keep saying it like over and over again. Like they're so they're so blown away that they just met a real cowboy, bro. A boy who deals with cows. <laughs> they like just keep over like. I guess maybe it's just they're the most city city folk ever. They've never even been around a horse or anything <laughs> apparently. So being around a real cowboy is like super amazing to them. Uh, overall, I gave this a three. It was stupid, but uh, not offensively stupid. Well, let's talk about something else that wasn't offensively stupid, but it was still fucking stupid. That's for fucking sure. Let's get physical. Physical. Uh, physical is on Apple TV Plus. I I'm going to say this. Apple TV Plus has one show that is worth watching, and it's definitely not this show. That's okay. Fucking <laughs> uh, so I love. Rice Rosebird. Uh, uh, I think she's amazing uh, in everything. Uh, and she's good in this as well, but it's like, it is about this like 80s California girl lady. Uh, it reminds, do you remember the, the, the lady that had those videos in the 80s and 90s where you uh, worked out to her videotapes? Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda, thank you. So this could be Jane Fonda, the story. The st- and I think it's okay. prob- probably based on that as well. Because this is like, she's this struggling housewife in the 80s. And she 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 finds her way to, to self-realizing in the world of aerobics, all, all of all things. This is so fucking boring. Uh, I've seen two episodes and I'm out. I give it a three. Uh, we both saw Headspace on Netflix. <clears throat> a sure guide, did. guide to meditation. Um, I don't, we we had a real problem uh, chatting when we were watching this, but mm. I watched a little bit more after we got 
Me after too. we left. I, yeah. It, it, it's... I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah. it's, Who's this for? I have no clue who this is for, why this is here, or why they call it an interactive show, because there's three choices in the beginning, and mm-hmm. if you pick the, one of those three things, I went to sleep, uh, one is like three hours of a story or in a train. I was like, no, go back, go back, go back. And then I went like, I feel stressed. And then it was this calm thing for right. three minutes. And it's like, there was no fucking, like, interaction through the story. Like, you couldn't do anything interesting. There, why was this interactive? Because you can click on things. <laughs> sure. Because, like, in a regular TV show, you can't click on stuff. So, you know, in that way, I guess sure. it was interactive. It's just the content that, did, like, uh, the... The, when you go into the meditation section, I was expecting it to give you like some like a guided meditation thing, and it's really just like music and stuff. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like you could do that with just a, I don't know, a, a stereo or your regular TV speakers. You don't really need this to meditate. I, I guess it could help somebody, but uh, it's not for me. I, I gave it a que- question mark, because I don't even know how to judge this as a yeah. television show. <laughs> no, it's not a television show. It's an app. It's an app on Netflix. It's an app on Netflix. There you go, yeah. Um, and I, yeah. But I also wasn't going to put it in the movie round, so this is kind of right. where it has to go. So I agree. Uh, I saw the reboot of iCarly this week, because why the fuck not? Uh, I did too, and I don't even know why, I guess, just because. (laughs) I mean, Miranda Cosgrove was cute still. I I didn't watch it. I never saw iCarly in the 2000s. Like, I maybe saw commercials for it, you know what I mean? But I never watched an episode, so I didn't get... A lot of the inside jokes that obviously were inside jokes about the original season, things like when they go back to like the studio, I I just assumed that the other apartment was the same apartment from the first uh, show because I didn't know that there was a difference. And then they go to that one and they start going through the props and they're like, oh, remember this gag? And I'm like, no, I don't because I never saw the show. But I mean... (laughs) The acting's not great, right? No, uh, no. But I'd say it's on par to the original show, probably, yes? I have no clue. I've never seen the original show. Oh, I thought you had. Oh, okay. No, I was wrong when I told you I have seen everything of iCarly. Oh. I went into this thinking, oh, it's going to be this. Oh, you thought it was and a I different was like uh, Nickelodeon yes. show or something? Yes. Right, okay. I knew the concept of the original show is, like, she's a web uh, performer. She's, like, interactive web right. person, personality. Uh, that's all I knew about she's it. You- she's a YouTuber, for fuck's sake. It doesn't seem oh, like it fun. in this. It seems like she's no. streaming on uh, live, live stream, live link, or whatever right. it's called. Twitch. I didn't get Twitch because of the hearts. What's the one that has all the hearts? <laughs> That is, uh, uh, it's owned by Twitter, whatever that one is. Okay, that one. Yeah, no, TikTok. 
maybe tick no well not really tiktok but huh? yeah maybe more like uh tiktok before it was tiktok musically <laughs> but yeah no this isn't offensive it's not anything uh, i thought it was a uh, four uh what did i give this uh i gave it a three I, the acting is yeah. i would say the acting is offensively bad but sure Ending using? Uh, where else should I go? Oh, Kevin can F himself on AMC. Come on, say the real title. That is the real title. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it how is. it's written down no, at, on the is. show. It is. It is. Kevin can F space, 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 K himself. <laughs> really? Because, no? Well... Let me look it up. But I'm pretty sure even in the intro of the show, it crosses out all th all the rest of the letters but F. No, it's F and K. I'm promising. Huh, okay. But yeah, sure. This show. Uh, I, yeah. I, I made you watch this. Well, everything's a little confused. Because this one says Kevin can F himself. And then over here it says Kef Kevin can F dot 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 k himself and then this one over oh. here says kevin can f himself i think they, they're even confused as to what the hell this show is called on google well, uh good though yeah it was interesting um definitely uh you liked this a lot i did and i thought it was so wedge I loved it, and I thought it was weird. I loved the shit out of this show. <laughs> it's a concept that I've never seen been done in a way, uh, in this way, where it's a, mm -hmm. it's a sitcom, like a 90s sitcom-looking show that, at the very beginning, uh, t uh, turns into this dark drama every time the, the wife of the household is alone, Everything gets in, turns into this like dark drama, but when she's with the family and her husband, it turns back into this quirky, like I said, late '90s sitcom, mid '90s sitcom, mm. with a laugh track. But then she walks into the, she'll be in the living room. There'll be a laugh track. It's all brightly lit. Everything looks like a sitcom. And then she goes in the kitchen, and everything gets dark and. The camera quality gets very m mucky, and uh, there's no laugh track anymore, and it becomes like a very dark drama. So, uh, classifying the show, I, I guess it's like a dark comedy sitcom? Is that what you would call it, maybe? Yeah. And I think the reason why I loved it as much as I did is because I hate sitcoms. I, uh, You know how much I... I think sitcoms are one of the worst things discovered on earth. Like I, 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 I've liked two sitcoms in my entire life. Like, the, is Office a sitcom? Uh, nah. Well, kind of. Okay. It's yeah. more of I a. Like it's office. a mockumentary sitcom, so it's not really a sitcom. Right. I like this, uh, the Office, and I, I, uh, and I like uh, it. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Like. That's my two favorite kind of shows, like, that is based on... I wouldn't really call either of those a technical, like, a straight-out sitcom. Like, sitcom's right. more like Full House or Family Matters yeah, or something. I, yeah, I hate those shows. Uh, uh, yeah, so 
I think the concept of them making it so dark when she's alone, that is so cool. Like, I really like how they meta the shit out of this. Like, how they made it like, oh, we're supposed to think it's very funny when, when he's being a jackass, but he is really showing everybody what a jackass he is. Like, Kevin can go and fuck himself. Because, holy shit, Kevin is an asshole. And we're supposed to like him in the comedy sections. If this was a comedy... I don't think we, you're... I don't, I don't, no, I don't think you're supposed to like him in the comedy sections. <laughs> I think the comedy sections are supposed to highlight how much of an asshole he is. Yeah. Yeah. But if this was a pure, pure comedy, if this was without the dark side, mm. we're supposed to like him. Like... That's every sitcom is like this. Oh, every yeah. Every sitcom is like, yeah. Yeah, like the Homer character. Everybody likes Homer, oh. even though he's a bumbling idiot who always gets everything wrong and is horrible to his family. Everybody l- likes Homer, right? And that, he's the Homer character, yeah. definitely, uh, in that scenario. Uh, there and were I certain things that I went into this, and like, there are certain problems I have with, like, not the transition in between the dark parts and the comedy parts, but like the way uh, I'm, you're supposed to feel bad for her in certain parts. I was going, you know, I don't really feel bad for you in this situation that like as bad as you're making it out to be like stabbing him in the face level mad about things. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but I guess that's just like, I've never been married also, so maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> right, I have. So, yeah. But what did you give this? Uh, I give it a 6.5. Oh, I gave it a 7.5. Yeah, I think this could even get higher numbers later in the... Like, I'm going to keep watching the show for sure. I think the mm-hmm. most interesting part is the concept, the the... Some of the storyline is so ho hum, I guess. Like, especially the comedy stuff. But the concept right. is what's really cool about the show and why people should yeah. check it out. Okay, I've seen an Icelandic show called Katla. Yeah, that's the last thing I saw too. It's about this uh, volcano in uh, Iceland that's under this. Uh, what what do you call it when there's ice? On top Gl- of it. Glacier? Glacier, thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has this uh, cas- catastrophic uh, outbreak. And, uh, yeah, it is about the local uh, people there in in Iceland. Uh, and it's very mysterious. It's very dark. It reminds me a lot of Dark. That's one of the reasons why I liked it. Uh, it's very... Also, at least in the beginning, uh, maybe the first like 30 minutes, I was like, uh, can we speed it up a little bit here, guys? Oh, so the, slow. The pace I of this show it. is like yeah. so slow. But I guess it kind of works in the sense that the, the town that you're in, everything is mm. just really slow because there's what, like... Five, ten people living in the, in the town that they're Something in, like, right? Yeah. Uh, so it kind of works for the show, but I was also kind of like, 
Come on, let's get going here, guys. But once it gets going, mm -hmm. then then you kind it, of then it, the it, pace it, it builds up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, if you are if somebody's listening and they are going to get into this, you and you get thirty minutes in and you're like, ah, uh, well, you just got to wait a little bit more. <laughs> a little longer, yeah. I saw all ten episodes of this. Uh, I only saw three, but I only started watching it yesterday. So, okay, is it something that you will continue watching? Well, yeah, I know. I need to know what ha what happens with this place, and uh, I, we can't really spoil what happens. Do it, right. can we? <laughs> right. um, yeah. <laughs> why the mysterious I, parts of this? Right. I want to know why this place turned out like this to cause it these is. things to happen. That's a good yeah. way to say it without being cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't you love science fiction? I I love science fiction. It's just like oh. Yeah, and the dub is, seems pretty good on this. Like, it's not jarring. There's no weird sentences oh. or anything else. So, um, the dub was pretty yeah. good. Because it is in Icelandic or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I give this an uh, 8. Uh, what did I give it? I give it a 7.5, so we were close. Okay. Yeah, the acting is Done. really good. The cinematography is really good. Yeah. yeah. But then we saw something awful this week. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Panic, episode four, <laughs> called Escape. Narrow escapes take on literal meaning as a disastrous series of events at the third challenge puts all the players' lives in danger. Luckily, the players get a short break at the annual Players' Ball, where sparks fly unexpectedly between competitors and old trouble returns to cause new problems. Can I say this? If you see this, uh, the three first minutes and the three last minutes of the show episode this week, I will give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe five minutes on either side, but yeah, the yeah. first few minutes are really interesting because the there was yeah. a nice cliffhanger at the end of. Uh, the last episode where she got caught in this bunker, and so at the beginning mm. of this episode, we start to find out what she's going through the bunker, and we see a bunch of stuff and uh, get information on what's happening with this guy, why this bunker's here. I guess we really still don't know why the bunker's there, though, do we? No, um, no. But we we're kind of assuming that it has something to do with the game. We could be wrong, though. Mm. I, I don't know. But then uh, the whole middle part of this was a lot of fluff and nonsense and. Oh, oh, are you in love with me? Are you not in love with me? And then the guy's like, I'm I'm not in love with you. And then she falls for the bad boy because she's been drinking. And it's like, we just want to find out about the game. Uh, we just want to know about the game, guy. <laughs> was so much love interests. Boogaloo. Yeah. This was the most yaw episode yet. This was so yaw and so... Boring. Right, because the interesting parts of the show are both the game itself and then the mm -hmm. kind of finding out uh, who's behind the game or, like, what mm -hmm. what the game entails. And then the other exciting thing is we're just waiting for somebody to, to get hurt or die, right? Um, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, like, the big intrigue, I guess. But this episode just, like, left all that stuff out. Um but what we did find out think. was the last two episodes were di directed by one person. The first two episodes yeah. were directed by another person. 
and then the next ep- two episodes are directed by a whole other person. So the next episode does have a chance of being better than this one. So that's good. And then the cliffhanger look. Woo-ha! Right. Uh, there's, like, the symbol in the party. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they know that one of the judges is what they're called the people who set up the game must have been at that party because yeah yeah. and then at the very end we see her friend uh who we think might have been a love interest but definitely turned her down like partway through this episode um right he he's driving away from the party and we see that he's got what stuff on his hands from the spray paint paint. right yeah the paint uh, from the uh, from the poster. So we know. So, well, we assume that he's probably one of the judges, right? Yeah. Uh, unless that is, he got unless. like coerced into doing it for one of the judges, sure. which I guess is possible. But I have a feeling he's probably, and that might would be a reason why he would have turned her down. Also, is because he's one yep. of the judges. Yep. Yep. I was thinking of that when when you said it. Mm-hmm. That, that makes total sense because he was mo- mostly the the main love interest other than the new guy. I don't understand how he or why he's one of the judges, but I guess we're, hopefully we'll find no. that out in episodes to come, I guess. Episodes to come. That's how you say it. I mean, the one thing we know about him is that his dad is a huge jerk. <laughs> right? And so maybe that has something yeah. to do with it. <laughs> Maybe it was his dad who made him. Who pushed him to do it, right? Or like maybe he's yeah. doing it because his he his dad he doesn't you know his dad doesn't love him or whatever. I don't know. Hey, do you know if you're a sleaze bag on TV and you're a racist on TV, uh, you can get a nine million pay, dollar payout. Uh, I I did I didn't know that. Well, if you're Chris Hansen, that's fucking sure. Uh, it says he received roughly ten million. Oh, it scrolled. He received ten million, a combination of nine million exit se- settlement plus remaining contractual fees upon leaving his job he held since two thousand two. So what happened with this? He was working at the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, right? Hmm. Uh. Harrison went on great lengths to defend the racially insensitive, controversial uh, contestant in a long-winded exchange as the situation exploded in a backlash over social media that interviews was the beginning of a domino effect that would ultimately derail the veteran host 19-year tenure with ABC. I I don't ever watch The Bachelor, so I didn't know this was happening, but did you see this um, exchange? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I watch, I watch uh, the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I know people love those shows. I just they're not for me. No, I I don't love them. I watch every season. Like I I watch it like I watch Big Brother. Right. Okay. Um. Talking about holy fuck, that's still good. Australia. Yeah, and Canada, I think, starts really soon. If it, it, I think it might start the beginning of July. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Do you think uh, any of those people that are uh, there will get naked in front of a camera and then complain about not 
consenting to uh, having their videos on Pornhub. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, dozens of women suing Pornhub over allegedly publishing non-consensual clips. Uh, on Thursday, 30 women uh, sued Pornhub for violating sexual traffic laws, distributing child pornography, racketeering, and other crimes. Uh, mm. The suit alleges that the parent company of Pornhub and its con... Oh, and its porn brands is... Uh, criminal enterprise that purchases launders and uploads illegal content. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, you, if they they have there's got to be evidence there of like okay, this is me, this is the video, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah. So it kind of, if this is true, <laughs> it's kind of an open and shut case against Pornhub, but um I would love I would love how the proof would be like, hey, you have to show us uh, uh, that this tits really are your tits. Send us pictures of, our, of your tits so we can see it's yours. <laughs> what, like if it's a video with no face, I guess? But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, this seems pretty open and shut to me, uh, oh, yeah, if, they, if, it's, if it is true. Uh, but Pornhub denies the allegations, calling them absurd and reckless. Pornhub has zero tolerance for illegal content and investigates any complaint or allegations made uh, about content on our platform. The allegations that today's complaint is a criminal enterprise that traffics women and is run like the Sopranos are utterly absurd and completely reckless and false. Okay, so they're they're denying everything. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll hear more about this. It seems like in the last year, people have really been after Pornhub, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why do you think that is? Uh, common Sense Media. <laughs> I'm just going to blame Common Sense Media and Logan Paul. plug 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 time Another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, send pictures of you shaven pets to Luke. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we are at the Twitter uh, at podcast ADC. At podcast ADC. Uh, also, another digital headset on Face of the Book. Movie news, nothing, but we have seen a lot of movies as well. Me, I have seen six movies, but I should maybe not count all of them as one. Or, uh, oh, okay. No. Why? Four, four, four of them uh, is in the same series of movies, I should say. Uh, because I have seen Ruruni Kenshin. Uh, four movies in the same TV show or same movie show. I should say. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time. Wait, so it's a... Is it a... Are they all separate movies, or is it like a running story? Yes. Oh, yes. it's all separate, okay. No, all se separate movies, but right, uh, okay. all, all of them kind of, yeah. Goes together. Uh, very good. I If you like uh, samurai movies, you will like this. Oh, cool. I mean... I, I bothered to see all four of, the, of them, so that's saying something. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. 
is there like a running theme to them that you can talk about or well uh, the first one is set in 1866 and the last one is like 1879 I think so it's like that kind of time period, period. Of, okay yeah that yeah, makes sense in, in in Japan it is very Japanese it's very action adventure uh, it's about this uh, murderer called Kenshin uh, Kitaro that goes around in Japan killing people. I mean, if you like, yeah, like I said, if you like samurai movies, if you've seen like hidden tra- hidden dragons, floating thing, tiger, or anything else like that, mm-hmm. I think you'll like this. Like I, I, the first movie came out in 2012, and the last one came out this year. So oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, I thought they'd all come out at the same time, but interesting. Uh, I saw... What did I see? I saw The Devil Below from... The Devil Below. Oh, The Devil Below. Okay. (laughs) What did you think I said? (laughs) It must have been really funny, whatever you thought I said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish I I would have said what you thought I said. (laughs) The Devil Below. The devil does yes. blow. He blows that yes. guy. He blows so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is about. Uh, there's like a. There's a. At the very beginning, there's people mining in this mine, and the mm-hmm. one guy is like. Has a son who's working with him, and he goes, Hey, son, make sure you get all the equipment. And the son goes back to get the equipment, and then all of a sudden, out of the mine, something comes, grabs the kid, and like pulls him into the mine, you know what I mean? Uh, mm. And then you jump forward like many years later, uh, where this guy is guarding this mine, I guess, uh, and some paleontologist type people show up to to investigate it and he has to like defend I don't you'd have to see it it's a horror movie uh it's it was middle of the road I'd give it like a 4.5 probably I think you would probably actually like it though Fro because you like kind of these I would say this isn't like a this is like a B horror movie I wouldn't even say C tier it's, it's like a B level horror movie mm, cool I saw a movie called uh, The Devil Below this week uh, it is about just what looks <laughs> I also saw this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. What did you uh, give it? Yeah, I, I, I liked it much more than you did. That's okay. for sure. Yes. What did you give it? 4.5. Okay, yeah. No, I liked it up to 6.5. I just thought the acting Very. had a lot to be desired. The Some of the monster uh, some of the monsters looked really silly. I don't know if you noticed mm. that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the logic of the things that people would do in the show, you're like, why would it, or movie, really? why would you Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just turn around you and walk away? But you don't watch horror movies and thinking, oh, this is going to be logical. Right, I guess so, yeah. Well, uh, another movie that we both saw this week was Extremo. Or extreme in America it depends on. Uh, yes, but it is Spanish, as in Spain Spanish. Right. I wonder why it's called extremo in Nor- Norway and then extreme there. 
Cause I think it's just in English it's extreme, and then in Spanish it's probably extremo, and so they're using the Spanish yeah, version. I of... think I would think Norway have greater uh, connection with American TV than Spanish TV, to be honest. But yeah, now this was a silly action movie. Yeah, well, I think the name was pretty apt. There was some extreme stuff that happened in here. I, I thought the, there was one really good fight scene uh, in mm. the the garage where they're fighting with all the car implements, and there's, like, mm. super... The best part of this movie was just the, the fight choreography. I mean, the storyline was basic, standard, uh, you killed my son, I got to avenge his death action movie. Um... But the fight choreography was the interesting part. I would even... Some of it, that one scene that I was talking about in the garage, it reminded me of a Jackie Chan film where Jackie Chan, he used to, like... He would use everything in the environment. To, it, it wasn't just, like, hand-to-hand combat. It would be, like, I'm going to use a ladder and jump through it and do, like, all these crazy flips using the ladder to beat mm-hmm. these guys up. It felt like that to me. Um, I really liked the main character. I don't know. What do you think about the main character? Uh... I really liked him. He was very cool, very... Uh, I, I feel like I've seen him before in something. But I probably haven't. Tio Gracio is his name? I yeah, think. he just... He looks the part of a badass... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, old... Kind of not old, but like middle aged, like broken down man who's just ready to like uh, take out a whole army of bad guys. He just has that look. He's like stock. He's not big, but he's stocky and like he's got the eyes that just look like are like sunken in his head. He looks. He just looks the part, I think. And he's obviously a fairly apt martial artist, I would assume. How did you feel about this, uh, like? Uh, uh, for example, uh, next to Mr. Nobody. Uh, did I see Mr. Nobody? Yeah, we both saw Mr. Nobody. We saw it together. Oh, I, I, I don't even remember, so let me look it up. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the one with uh, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Not Mr. Nobody. I never saw that. We didn't watch that together. Didn't we? No. Oh. And there actually is a film from 2009 called Mr. Nobody. That's weird. There is? Okay. Yeah, I never saw that movie either. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I liked it. It it reminds me a little of John Wick. It reminds me a little of many things I've seen before. I mean, it's very 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 focused on the... The martial arts type combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I would compare it to any kind of martial arts movie, really. Uh, action martial arts movie. Does Mister Nobody from two thousand nine main character is Jared Leto? By the way, uh... <laughs> I would see him in a good movie. Right. It just doesn't look well. It's got sixty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Okay, what was the last movie that you saw? No, that was it. I only saw two this week. Oh, you only saw two. Okay. Right. Yeah. I was going to watch Wish Dragon, but I didn't get around to it. Oh, it's so good. 
what was the last uh, movie I saw? Uh, oh, A Good D- Father. Uh, this is on Netflix as well. Okay. I don't... I really, really don't recommend this, Luke. <laughs> Who is... Who's in this? Kevin Hart. Right. I, I thought I had seen... The, yeah, I saw the preview yeah. for it. Yeah. It's based on a real story. Oh, is it? I, yeah. Oh, it just seemed like a standard kind of normal dad single dad has to fight to to uh, make it in in the world kind of movie isn't that what it is yep yeah i mean i'm sure and there we have the movie some people probably like that kind of thing it uh, that's not for me obviously oh it's definitely not for me either <laughs> i give i give it a two look i also not i don't really like kevin hart i find him slightly no. slightly annoying in most things so I, I I think I've seen one good Kevin Hart thing in, in in my entire life. Remember that horrible Kevin Hart reality show that was basically just like a, a show to stroke Kevin Hart's ego? Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, that was bad. What's the one the comedy thing he was in? Ride Along? That was pretty good, right? Uh, was Oh, yeah, he was in With that. With yeah. Yeah, with Ice. Yeah, that was okay, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure yes, he's been so in. I'm sure he's been in things that he wasn't like the main character, and they were good movies. Sure. But I can't think of anything right now. So. Me neither. Yeah, no. But yeah, no. That's the last thing I saw. Uh, I'm going to guess that we have a trailer. Uh, we do. We have an audio trailer for the movie Stalker. Goodbye, apartment. All right, boy. You ready to do this? I am. Um, okay. This is. It's from Vertical Entertainment, and it's filmed in Vertical. Oh, no, it went... In Vertical, yeah. Now it went 169. Why yeah. now? I met a girl. Wow, that was fast. Do you want to get out of here? Oh, there he is. Sam? Freshen up the breath. Yeah, actually. Thanks for the ride. You kids have fun. You know, man, I think you drove me home last night. This looks uh, super indie filmed. Yeah, and it looks very cool as well. You all right? <laughs> I think it's shot with, I think it's just shot with a digital camera, but it's done with like a cinema lens, so it look. That's what it makes it look mm-hmm. like that. What are you doing today? You want to hang? I think I'm just gonna stay. But this is done with handheld. You can see the camera moving. Yeah, yeah. To make it look creepy, so that's I like that. This really looks good. <laughs> I don't like it in movies when they do the text message things like that, like on the side of the person. Uh, I don't. I really don't care. It depends. He works for a rideshare company. He dropped me off at home, and since he started following me, okay, and he started showing up and sending messages. Look, I had to tell him. I really, really want to see this. Yeah, that was based on this. That was a great shot. Yeah. That was really, really good shot. Where's my dog? You got bigger fish to fry. <gasps> oh my god. He's the one that let the dogs out? No. <laughs> it was this guy. <laughs> I don't know either of these actors, but... Uh, Me neither. The bad yeah. guy looks like somebody I, I can't put my finger on. But, like, I think it's a YouTuber. Hmm. 
Yeah, this looks so creepy. That looks right up your alley as far as movies go. Oh, I love that kind of movies. This movie looks like it's made for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what is this movie all about, Look. Oh, this is a long one. In the wake of a messy breakup, Andy decides to start fresh, relocating from Austin to Los Angeles. Eager to make new connections, he befriends Roger, an unusual rideshare driver. But when Roger Roger's behavior gets too strange for comfort, Andy blows him off, choosing to focus on a budding new relationship with his girlfriend, Sam. This unhinges Roger, who begins to torment Andy, ensuring that his stay in L.A. is short-lived. Let's see, this has got, what, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Still, that's a good um, sign. Uh, Yeah, let's see how many... Oh, when I go into it, it says it's got... 93% on Rotten Tomatoes with 12 or 92% with 12 reviews. Audience score is seven, cool. 75% with fewer okay. than fewer than 50 ratings. So not many people have seen this, but it is very indie looking, so. Mm. Well, I had found some reviews that makes me uh, think it's probably going to be very good. Uh I went uh, to the Rot of uh, then uh, tomatoes uh, and Anton Bechtel said a clever, deeply submersive take of gender norms where the blinders are ultimate on the viewer. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, and then Cat Huge says an incredible, creepy tale that swears in unexpected directions. Uh, to make for a compelling, uh, compulsively watch. Okay, uh, let's start with a bad one then, I guess, from me. I, I went to the IMDb uh, user reviews. <laughs> I got a 1 out of 10, and it's a, the name is, I created an account just for this. That's the name. <laughs> And it says, That's I, an amazing name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but this is the worst movie I've seen in 2021, is what they say. Um, okay. But Sharon Gauchi, 28, says, uh, 8 out of 10, uh, the ending was unexpected. Thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and the ending was unexpected. Not, not your typical stalker movie. I would recommend this movie to those who like plot twists with a twist. Mmm. So maybe we're going to find out that he's uh, really the nice guy. That would be funny. Uh, yeah. Well, she says a plot twist with a twist. So like, there's a twist. It sounds like some M Night Shyamalan kind of twist, a twist on a twist kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also coming out this week is uh, the Sparks Brothers filmmaker Edward Wright. I love his movies. Explore how uh, one rock band can be successful, underrated, hugely influential, and criminally overlooked at the same time. A musical odyssey exploring five weird and wonderful decades of the brothers Ron and Russell Mayle celebrating inspired legacy of Sparks, your favorite band's favorite band. <laughs> uh, featuring commentary by celebrity friends like Leia, 
Beck, uh, Jason Switzman, Neil Gaiman, and more. Neil Gaiman? This has, yeah. Weird. Okay. Uh, 8.1 uh, out of 10 on RMDB, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, 81 on Metacritics, and 92% of Google users like this movie. Blood Pageant, uh, what begins as a multi... A million-dollar reality show competition between seven beautiful women turns into a battle for life itself when one contestant uses dark magic to gain an edge over the competition. Uh, starring Snoop Dogg and Stephen Baldwin. Mm. Okay. Uh, and this has... Let's see. Does it have any scores? No scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh... It's not scored on IMDb either. Nobody has seen this film, Blood Pageant, with Snoop Dogg, so... Well, that's okay, because this movie has nobody seen either, and it's Crack House uh, uh, of the Dead. A cop, a drug dealer, and other misfits takes refuge in a crack house as a bloodthirsty zombie embark on a city rampage. Uh, this has... Nobody I have heard of in any of the roles. Okay. Uh, no, I'm to be your. <clears throat> That's a gr great name for a movie, though. Crack House of the Dead. Uh, it must have taken them mm -hmm. forever to think up that title. <laughs> uh, a Crime on the Bayou came out. Washington, D.C. attorney Richard Sobel stands up to racist legal system to defend Gary Duncan, a black teenager wrongfully accused of assault, uh, assaulting a boy in 1966 New Orleans. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 4 out of 5 on Common Sense Media, starring Louise Eric Ellie, Gary Duncan. Never heard of these people. Uh, then coming out is a movie called As Much As Take Back. Take Back! Take Back! Uh, Sarah, Gillian White, and Brian, Michael J. White, oh, cool, are living in the perfect small town uh, life when a mysterious stranger from Sarah's past kidnaps their daughter, and they now must race to save her life. Uh, 3.4 out of 10 on IMDb, uh, 3 out of 5 on Common Sense Media, 78% uh, of Google users like this movie, but yeah, like I said, Michael J. White, uh, Mickey Rock is in this, James uh, Russo is in it. Uh, summer of 85, uh, when you, when do you dream, uh, what do you dream of when you're 16 years old and in a seaside resort in Normandy in the 1980s. A best friend, a lifelong teen pack, scooting off adventures or boat, on a boat or a motorbike, living life at breakneck speed. No, you dream of death because you can't get a bigger kick than dying, and that's why you save it to the end. The summer holidays are just the beginning, and the story recounts how Alexei grew into himself. That is the most wow. confusing description I've that ever is... heard. <laughs> it's so generic. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I, I have no clue what this movie is about, except for like a kid is at a beach resort. That's all I got from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That's very confusing. 
Uh, did you say uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard? Oh, I didn't do the scores for this one. It's got a funny sex oh. number out of 10 on IMDb, 79% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic. Okay. Okay. Did you see uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard when it came out some years ago? Uh, yes, I did. Well, the sequel is out. Uh, uh, Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Uh, world's most little couple bodyguard Michael Bruce and his hitman Darius Kincaid are back for another life-threatening mission, still unlicensed and under scrutiny. Bryce is forced into action by Darius' even more valiant wife. Soon all three are back over, over their heads when a maiden's sinister plot threatens to leave Europe in a total chaos. With Salma Hayek, Ryan Phillips, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, this has uh, 6.5 on out of five, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 26% of not males, 32% of Metacritic, and 78% of Google users liked this movie. Wow, 26%. <clears throat> I wonder what the audience score is on that one. 78 audience yeah. score. Hmm, okay. I liked the first one. I liked the first one. I'm I remember watching. liking the first one, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch this. Uh, at I some mean, point I'll get around to it. Uh, yeah. It's on my list of things to see. I just... Uh, the cre- I don't, I'm wondering why the critics hate it so much. Okay, I'm going to surprise you by picking Stalker. Uh... Yeah, that probably the looks the best to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd go with that as well. Then I want to see Blood pa- Patient after that. Sounds so funny. Yeah, that looks just stupid. So that might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, go to, ball, go to audibletrial.com slash another digital system. It's like, uh, like if you if you have something to bake, you can co- come home to me because it is hot as an oven here. Uh, audibletrial.com slash another There you can get the free book. Maybe on yeasts and how yeasts uh, help your bread to bake. Because you need yeast to bake your bread, you know. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we'll talk of Another digital review of F9. I'm going to guess that is Fast and Furious 9. It is. Yeah, I've heard it's tremendously it, awful. It's a movie about cars that isn't about cars anymore. It's now an action movie, but it used to be a movie about cars, but now it isn't. But it does have cars. And John Cena. Oh, like yeah. A villain. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. John Cena sucks. Uh, He's actually not that bad of an actor, to be honest. I'm. No. Yeah. We're just being silly. We're, we're just being silly. Uh, news of the week and panic episode 5 review. Okay, Jeremy Rand. Uh, there hasn't been no internet drama this week, he lied. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like H3, H3 fucking trolled Steven Crowder this week. Right, and then everybody 
after that, then I don't know if you follow um, the majority report on on do, anything. Yeah. yeah so, uh, did we talk? I think we talked at the end of one of these one of our podcasts about um, H three H three on their show. Dan, the producer, talking about Steven Crowder, or did me and you yes. talk about that? Yes. Oh, we talked about it on the show. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And I remember even saying, we need to just mention this because I feel like something's going to come from it. Mm -hmm. And then I see uh, H3H3 last week post a video that says, interviewing Steven Crowder with Sam Cedar. And I'm like, hmm, that seems a little weird. Uh, <laughs> and for a second, I actually thought that they were going to actually debate. But of course, Steven Crowder is a giant baby, and so he <laughs> took his ball and went home. He's like, yeah, he doesn't want to talk to this person. He's not big enough. I, I love when people say that. Like, uh, like, you YouTube isn't big enough for me. That's why I don't want to talk to you. It... It shows, like, uh, well, at least it showed him as just being very, um, he acts like he's big and tough when it, it, it mm. showed him as being incredibly the opposite, of being scared and weak and uh, want, wanting to pick on people who, like, he wanted to debate H3, Ethan, because he assumed that Ethan was not as knowledgeable as him. But as soon as Sam Cedar shows up and he knows that this guy's more knowledgeable than him, then he's <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to debate that guy. But I will debate, I will go on college campuses and debate, like, 18-year-olds, you know what I mean, as, like, a, a grown 30-year-old, 35-year-old man or whatever. But I'm not going to debate another grown man, you know what I mean? And it that, that just shows him as weak-minded and he tries he tries to portray himself as like a tough guy and it all it's clearly mm. all just an act yeah i mean i i i like steven crowder because it's like i watch i watch him uh, as i watch everything else that's kind of like fox news where they i watch it because i think it's funny i can't even listen like it's not necessarily that i his stuff is like some of his stuff is super offensive and it's terrible and like st the stuff he's, sure. I don't follow him I can't it's the way he talks drives me crazy he has this inflection in his voice that's like he always sounds like he is uh feels he his the inflection sounds like he feels like he's better than everybody in the room and everybody that's listening to him and I can't stand that entitled the, there's something about his the way he talks that makes him sound entitled, uh, and I, I can't even stand listening to him. So I don't I don't watch any of his stuff. <laughs> I like I like some of it. It's like it is very funny. Like I I find it very funny to watch. I find it very funny to watch stupid people on the internet. I watch him as as uh, as a enter entertainment thing. Right. Uh, I don't know how much longer he's going to be on YouTube. Uh, he's, he's asking to get kicked off of the platform, so we'll see if it happens. Oh, oh definitely. He, he's not making any excuses. Um, football Manager 2021. Uh, why am I talking about that? Well, it is 
in a little controversy uh, on on YouTube. I watch a guy called uh, uh, Work the Space, uh, and he has a let's play of Football Manager. Uh-huh. And uh, in Football Manager, you, you if you pay a little extra, you can uh, get a, 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 a template where you can change every player like to to your your needs. Like you you can give them extra points like. Uh, you can make uh, somebody that's very good in front a good keeper, for example. Okay. Uh, and you know who Ronaldo is, right? Yeah, I think everybody probably does. Right. So he he's a very good attacking uh, player. And uh, for fun, he made him a, a goalkeeper. And he got in hot weather because Ronaldo didn't like to be a goalkeeper. Okay. In a game. Sure. In a game, Luke. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of silly. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, some people like that, like when you get to the super high level, yeah, even like the littlest like competition is like, it's serious to you because every competition is serious mm-hmm. to you. I can... I can understand those kind of people sometimes, but that's just a little over the top. And it's like, 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 like he he just made it for fun. Like, oh, this episode is is like out of context. I'm just showing you how to do this if you want to do this. And then it's like I'm just doing this to be funny. And it's like, oh, you you saying I'm a bad attacker because now I need to be in goal? Is like, why do you take that? Personally, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds, um, yeah, that sounds stupid. Uh, let's talk about the hill, uh, and rising. We talked a while ago about Crystal and Sagar leaving, and they've replaced them with like four different people oh. at this point. Uh, I've t- I've gotten rid of the channel. I I've stopped watching it completely because it's total garbage. Uh, but the the last lady who is on, I think she might still be on there. She, when asked if she had been vaccinated, she refused to answer yes or no. In this very weird, like, um, I'm, if, she said it in the way where, like, if you think I'm vaccinated, then yes, I'm vaccinated. But if you don't think I'm vaccinated, then I'm not vaccinated. That's how she said it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that show... That's how she said it? Yeah, that, this, wow. that, that show has completely gone to the to the wayside for me, because after they left, it these new ho like, they think that you can just take, like, a new host and stick it into, like, the formula that you have, and it's just, everybody's gonna like it, but, I mean, just mm. like with, um, All Gas, No Breaks, like, you can't take that formula and put in a new person and then have it be the same thing that everybody enjoyed to begin with, right? Because um, mm. it's the personality that people like. So uh, you replace it with two, like, standard, like, uh, neocon-type Washingtonites and put them in the place of Crystal and Sagar, and it just doesn't work as a show, so... 
Do you know who Brendan Mev Melville is? That name sounds familiar, but no. Brendan... Uh, Brandy. Brandy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Brandy... Yeah, I know who that is. Yes. Uh, it's like... Swell Entertainment uh, sent, uh, made a video of uh, about her selling olive oil? <laughs> so random. Right, they're like... Whoa. They're a clothing... Oh, co sorry. What was that? <laughs> I was I was taking away a fly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they're like a clothing company, and for some reason they're selling mm -hmm. olive oil. Yeah, it is very weird. Uh, but, it, yeah, I mean, think about Supreme sold bricks for a while, right? But that was all just like a joke, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a new Brutal Moose uh, video. Did you see that? Yep. That's always kind of notable because he comes out with a video like twice a year, I think. This guy. Other than that, I have to send a little bone to Hannah Gray. Uh, she's amazing. She's an amazing singer. Look her up on YouTube. Mm hmm. Yeah, I follow her. See, some of yeah. her stuff I like more than. I'm not really into like the more poppy stuff, but uh, I like most of it. Yeah. Okay, I'm too hot to have any more thoughts. I'm. I, that was it for me. I'm gonna go watch the Good Mythical Morning Hot Sauce Showdown thing. Ooh! They're doing bet. They're they doing a tier list of best hot sauces. They've been doing it for like two days now, and I think they're, oh. it's like a four day tournament or something. And you know me, I love hot that sauce. Is. I make my own hot sauce, oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm into this tournament. Hot sauce, baby, this evening. Yes. Uh, okay, I think uh, that's everything. Uh, we'll see you for next week, where we're one episode away from quitting. We're definitely quitting. <laughs> Maybe not. We're going to come back, you and know, it's going to be called Another Digital <laughs> Citizen 2. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. There you go. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.